This episode of Poetic Properties Podcast is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. I want to get straight to it per usual. Hope you guys had a good week. Um, If you didn't, I'm praying that you guys, um, I'm praying that you guys have a better week this one coming. I just want to let you guys know for the people who who view on YouTube, there's two flies in here that I am trying to to kill. So if you see me swatting and stuff, don't think I'm crazy. I just it, it's annoying to me. So I apologize in advance for the viewers. Um, anyhow, so this week was 50 50 for me. Um, on one end, I was very frustrated with work and nothing uh, not like anything had happened differently. But I'm just getting this um, this urge to just quit. You know, and not for any other reason other than to fulfill my purpose, to be able to spend more time um, motivating and inspiring um, not only other people, but myself by continuing to stay consistent with the apparel, uh, writing the poetry, uh, releasing the poetry, just releasing uh, positive and uh, motivational content in general. Um, and sitting at, at work all day, I know it pays the bills, so I don't want to get beside myself and act like um, it's not necessary for me to be employed because it is, especially, you know, having kids. Like, if it was just me, I probably would would have been quit. But because I, you know, have my kids, I got to do what I got to do. But I don't know. This week that like this week has been a different level of I can't wait to move on from from this job. And I don't know what's triggering it. I don't. It, it is what it is. But that created some frustration because those hours that I'm spending, you know, making other people money, um, I'm being compensated. But what I do, it makes the company a lot of money. Me and you know a few hundred other people. But that's not the point. Well, I, I wish I was making that money for myself. I guess is is the point. Um, or spending that time making, you know, learning how to make that money for myself that will sustain my family on uh, what my purpose is. So that created a a level of frustration this week that I wasn't prepared for because I kind of always feel like that and have been more recently. Um, So it it was just really weird that that particular thing was heavy on my heavy on my heart this week. But I got through it. You know, like I said, it's necessary for me to be employed because I have kids, I have bills. And stuff like that. One day, you know, the business that I'm that I'm creating and that I'm running right now, maybe, you know, one day soon, it'll it'll take off like I need it to. And I'll be able to um, I'll be able to sustain life by doing what I'm doing. Um, So Godspeed on that. But that, like I said, that created a weird level of frustration. that created a weird level of frustration in me. You know, I just, I, I, I didn't understand. I understand why this week. 
Um, then the the good part or a good part, um, I got my business cards. So I was super excited about that. But of course, created a, a positive panic attack. So that took me off. <laughs> like it was so much stuff in my mind that I had wanted to do. But once I got the alert that the business cards would be here, um, I couldn't really focus on anything other than getting the business cards, looking at them and stuff like that. Like it's, it's weird when I get overly excited, it's like it's chaos. And so I couldn't get anything done, um, but I was super excited. My adrenaline was gone. And then when it started to go down, I got super fatigued and it, it was it was weird. So. That was. That was a good and a bad thing for me, like I said, because once the excitement wore off, I was like drained, like I had ran a marathon or something. Um, and then I don't know if I said this. Oh, I did. I did speak on this uh, last week in regards to my 13 year old uh, not speaking to me over the PlayStation or whatever. And it wasn't bothering me because my goal is to teach how to handle the no, but he started talking again. And that was, that was pleasant because he was able to, to have his week or two where he didn't want to speak to nobody, close himself in the room. And I allowed him to do that. Like I, we weren't allowed that when I was growing up. And I think that's why a lot of us as adults are unsure how to handle our emotions because we were told how to feel and how to be as kids. But again, um, like I said before, I can't fault our parents and grandparents because they was they was teaching and coaching and parenting and grandparenting from a place of fear. They was you know what I mean? So I can't fault them as much as uh, they should hold themselves accountable for for however they taught us especially when dealing with us um, in our wrong or in our emotions and stuff like that. But I've learned for myself that I don't, it's not, I'm not going to complain about what they didn't know, meaning my elders. I'm going to, to try to change what I can so that my kids don't feel like I feel, that they don't have to grow up being depressed kids without anybody knowing and not, uh, and not anybody knowing, but not anybody understanding and accounting it to, oh, you just got attitude problem, yada, yada, whatever. So it was good that he started talking because I wasn't going to talk to him because I'm just I, like, I'm not going to beg you, especially when I didn't do nothing. I'm not going to beg you to have a conversation with me. So it was a it, it did something to my mental in a positive way when he started talking and then we had a conversation and it's just like, he, him and I, our conversations are not like the regular conversations. It's just like facial expressions, head nods, and a couple words here and there. Like, it's like, it's a, a telepathic thing. Like, we, con- we, we we look at each other in the face and it's like, I know you know you was wrong. And then he is like, yeah, I know. So we had that conversation. He started talking to me again. Um, and it wasn't about the PlayStation in general. It was uh, back joking and stuff like that. And the thing that I wanted to do and why I say that was good for my mental because I love my babies. And some lessons are really hard for me to teach, but I have to do it. Especially, you know, I have young, uh, like my sons live here with me. So when they get out in the streets, 
whatever they do is a representation of what I taught them. Yeah, it's on them to to take the lessons that I taught them um, and do right. But if they don't, that's still on me because I didn't get it into their head or I didn't I didn't we didn't converse enough uh, about understanding. And so him him coming him coming to just speak in general let me know that he understood I wasn't gonna budge and not because I was stubborn but because you're gonna learn that one you don't get everything that you want and you're not I'm not gonna keep telling you that I'm not gonna yell at you I'm not gonna whoop you I'm not gonna do all of that have an attitude with you when you speak to me I'm gonna speak to you but because you are in your uh because you are trying to figure out how you feel about it, I'm going to let you be. I was prepared to go for another couple weeks, honestly. But then he realized and he calmed down and he started understanding that dad is not about to say nothing to me outside of what he has to as a parent. And I'm fun. And I'm, I'm, I'm cool, and he going to miss out if he stay in his way. He going to miss out if he stay in his way. And so that, that was good for me because I'm like, he got it. He got it. He, he, he understood without me yelling, without me giving a lecture, without anything. I just simply said a few weeks ago when I asked him, are you mad about this? I said, you're not going to get your way. And until you do what you are supposed to do as a whole, it's how it's going to be. That's all I said to him. That was two weeks ago. He, he didn't talk after that. He still didn't say anything for a whole two weeks. I was all right, cool. And I started worrying a little bit because I'm like, man, he's not going to get it. But I don't, I don't want to force him to get it. Because if I force him to get it, it's going to be from anger, and then he's going to miss it again. And then two weeks, three weeks, a month, he's going to be right back in that same position if I tell him no about something. And so when he came to speak to me, and, and, and now he's talking to his brothers, he's sitting, you know, he's not, like, he still goes in his room um, and, and closes himself in there, but it's not from anger. He's not trying to uh, be by himself like, He's not making it obvious that he's trying to be by himself. Like he was slamming doors. Like anytime, like he would be downstairs and we come downstairs, he would go upstairs. So that did something for me as a parent, just understanding like, all right, cool. You're on the right track. It don't take whooping. It don't take yelling. It don't take uh, threats for, for me because they can communicate now. And I am I am big on returning the same energy. I don't call me childish if you want to, but that's the only way people learn. You have to you have to treat people how they treat you so they can see how it feels. And then it'll it'll register to them like, oh. And that like that did something for me in a positive way because like I said, I was I was down. I was down just, you know, from the work stuff, but um, that helped. And then I got a, uh, I got a freaking, 
blow to my heart. Um, somebody had posted something. Somebody had posted something. A nurse actually um, had posted the cooling system that they use for stillborns um, to keep them cool so that families could have um, have time have time with them before you know you decide what you're gonna what you're gonna do as far as the arrangements and that broke me down like heavily that really that really broke me down and like I I've been tore up you know like just seeing that um brought me a remembrance of that day and Though I'm glad that they have something like that because otherwise, you know, you just have to let it go right there. Um, but being able to to have that system and uh, that cooling system, it allows you that time to to grieve, you know, not necessarily properly because you can't like you can't take the baby with you. So that really tore me up and I just. I don't even I don't even know I don't even know like that that affected me it still it, it still affects me um I, I know people who who and I like through this situation I've uh came in contact with people who have gone through this and some people say it gets easier uh, with time and some people say it's like you never forget it still hurts the same but for me it's only been um it's only been a few weeks I mean a few weeks <laughs> It's only been a year or so, um, and it hurts like yesterday. And that that tore me up, and it's crazy because, like, I was crying, and my godbabies was here, you know, and they're uh, they're two two they're two two and almost one. I think my baby would be one uh, next week, and so I saw that. And I start crying, and my middle god baby, uh, Lena, she's like, Dad. And it's funny because they, they're supposed to call me Dee Dee, but they're babies. So, you know, they hear the boys calling me Dad, so they, they say Dad. But I try to teach them either God, Dad, or Dee Dee. And they, they know because I was sitting there crying, and, and Lena comes in, and she go, Dad. And I'm like, not right now, Lena. Dad. Yeah, she doing, and I'm like nothing. And so, she go, I want to get up. Mind you, she can crawl up on the bed by herself, but she saw me crying, so she want like she's trying to make me stop crying, but I just started laughing because I was in so much pain in that in that moment and not saying that my god babies are a replacement to my daughter but I'm grateful I'm grateful for every every ounce of time that I get to spend with my god babies I'm grateful um it gets chaotic it it it's a lot but them are my babies and I'll do anything for them and I just had to laugh because one, she know not to call me that. And they only do it, like, to get on my nerves. Because any other time, they say Dee Dee. 
So it was just, it, it was difficult, but that made me smile and that helped me a little bit. Um, and it's difficult because having, having them here, um, especially, especially uh, my, my middle one, because she's like almost, she's the same age as Kennedy would be. Um, Kennedy would be two in December and Lena just turned two uh, last week. So they're, they would be very close in age. So it's just difficult, but I take my godparenting seriously. Um, they don't know. They, they have no idea they have a, a, a god sister in heaven. They just who they are. They love me how they love me. They they are how they are. But it was it was difficult, uh, very difficult to be honest with you. But like I said, they relieve a lot of that, uh, relieve a lot of that stress um, when they're here. They relieve a lot of that pain that comes from from knowing, you know, that that your baby is gone. So it was just a it was just a weird week. Um, I did get business cards for, for the company, so I'm very excited about that. Like, that threw me off. I don't know if I mentioned that already, but, but yeah, but it was just, it was rough. It was rough, guys. It was really rough. But, I, I, like I tell you guys, you got to get up, keep fighting, keep moving forward, keep pressing. We got this. No matter the pain, we, we got to do it. We have to. We have to. Some days we're going to win. Some days we don't lose. And it's important those days that we lose that we acknowledge it. We acknowledge that we we are at a loss today. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get you tomorrow though. I'm gonna get you. We gotta learn from. We gotta learn from that loss. We have to. We have to. We have to. So as usual, you guys know the the. If you guys want to have a conversation, if you guys want to vent, if you guys just want some to know somebody is there for you, the DMs are open um, on Twitter. Poetic Properties. That's uh, Poetic Proper Capital T Z. And then on uh, Instagram, it's going to be a Poetic Property Podcast. Like, hit me up. Let's have a conversation. Um, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, I, I, it, it, it's, it's crazy because I saw that cooling machine. <clears throat> and whew, I wanted to be so mad. Because somebody would post that, I wanted to. I wanted to complain so bad. I typed a comment like, "Why would you? Why would you do this? You don't know if this is triggering the people, yada yada, whatever." But then, again, I talk about it all the time. It's self accountability. Are you mad at her? Or are you mad at her? Meaning the person who posted it. Are you mad at your situation? Is this comment is this comment going to uh, is this comment that you're about to make is it because you want attention or is it because like like what is it, what is it? And I had to hold myself accountable and be like it, it it wasn't necessarily that I wanted attention, but I wanted to air my grievance. But the accountability part was. For what? This lady don't know you. This lady is 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 bringing awareness to something that, um, as a nurse, that a lot of people don't know about. 
a lot of people don't know that, you know, that's the machine that they use to allow you. And then I'm looking through the comments and people are like, oh, my God, I wish it was this was here in 1998. And oh, my God, I wish this was here in 82. And I wish all like. And it hit me that all these people had to go through their loss and just be done with it on someone else's time. And granted, I did, too, because you're only allotted so many days in the hospital. So. Like they wasn't gonna let us take her body and then come back and get everything done. But the appearance of us having a choice to spend that time with her while we were still stuck at the hospital, um, just having that opportunity available to us, that, that's good. And so I had to hold myself accountable. I deleted the comment and I got to thinking, I got to thinking about like so much stuff that I see and so many comments that people make under uh, the auspice of, of teaching and, and, you know, and letting people know whatever. And it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, what are you offering? What are you, what are you offering to the subject? Because, I'm learning that people complain for nothing. And they say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just giving my two cents or I'm giving my opinion on it. You posted it. You, if you didn't want my opinion, you shouldn't have posted it, et cetera. And it's just like, I can't stand people who think like that. I can't stand people, and I say can't stand because that's that's harsh, but it's not. Like, I get annoyed by people who don't have the accountability to, and the, and the wherewithal not to post certain things and not to comment certain things because it's like, for what? Like, you get these people who just live to complain, live to debate, live to to try to prove you wrong but be loud and wrong themselves and it's just like we we just have a world of that i've always been a person of 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 silence i've always like i'm not one of them people who gonna get into business i'm not one of the people who gonna start trouble i'm always a person if anything whether i'm mad um in love angry hurt Pat, like I'm gonna be quiet. Like only like you you're gonna have to ask me. Are you happy? Are you hurt? Are you like you're gonna have to ask me? Because I'm very accountable for myself, and I never want to put any type of energy or any type of belief on anybody. Right? My foundation is strong, and I had to build that through through the things that I was going through. And I watch a lot of uh, I watch a lot of contracting shows. Right? And um, I noticed that the most important thing is uh, laying the foundation correctly, right? I noticed that, you know, when, when they're doing appraisals and stuff and it, it could be a small little crack in the foundation and that could get the whole thing shut down, right? I noticed that like a wall could be, a wall could be messed up, the piece of the roof could be messed up. Like you don't have, you don't have to start over. You could patch it, right? But if that foundation is messed up, everything stops and you got to figure out 
and calculate, is this going to break this? Is this going to break down into that? Is that going to affect this? Is that going to affect that? And you have to figure that part out and then keep building, right? And so I look at that as a, as a physical thing for me. Is my foundation strong enough to endure the pain? Is my foundation strong enough to stand on, you know, and, and hold up what's necessary for me to hold up? And a lot of people's is not because that, and that's why they're looking for an audience, right? And when I say audience, I don't mean like I have a podcast. Of course, I need an audience to, I need a, well, I don't need an audience because I'm going to do this regardless. But logically, to get to, to, the, to get to the end goal of wanting to do this full time, I need an audience that's going to listen, that's going to understand, that's going to uh, give me views and, and whatever, right? I'm saying an audience as in you just inserting yourself in positions for the sake of a debate or for sake of being chaotic or, um, or just being weird. Like, I look at that and I don't, I don't want that kind of audience. I had to check myself early on. I had to check myself and, 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 and say, okay, what is your foundation? What is your, like, what, what do you, what do you want everything else to stand on? And so for me, uh, uh, my foundation is peace. My foundation is perseverance. My foundation is understanding. My foundation is forgiveness. For me, those are the things that my house is built on. So I don't care if you complain about the windows. I don't care if you 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 complain about the roof. And I don't care if you complain about the door. I don't care if the floor is creaking. If my foundation is good, then I'm good. I'm going to keep building. I want to keep building because what happens is as long as your foundation is, is, is built, the mistakes that you make, you can break them down and rebuild. Is it going to take you time if you have to break that down and be accountable and uh, apologize when needed and tell people that, you know, no, you're you're wrong and I'm not accepting that of you when you have to stand up for yourself? Like, is it hard? Yes. Definitely. But what is what are your morals sitting on? What foundation do you have? Because everybody's foundation is a little bit different. And when under pressure, you see it crack. You see people under pressure make decisions that they normally wouldn't make. You see things in the headlines and everybody's confused. Like, dang, I didn't think you was like that. But it's like you don't know what their foundation is. That's why I don't speak on celebrity gossip. I don't speak on gossip in general, but... I don't get involved in 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 debates and stuff with anybody over anybody else's business because I don't know what their foundation is. I don't know what you found yourself on. I don't know what's important to you. I like you could want to like cheating could not could be a thing that you don't find morally wrong. Domestic violence could be something you don't find morally wrong. Taking your kids from the other parent could it could not be one of the things that you see as morally wrong. So I can't judge you on that. 
because everybody is going off of what society says is supposed to be the right or the wrong thing. But nobody's willing to ask a person, yo, why you did that? You complain about it and you'll tell them they're a bad person for doing that. And I would have did this and I would have did that. But nobody ever stops and say, hey, why did you do that? I never see none of the comments ask any questions. It's either a text or agreeance. Oh, I would do the same thing. Well, would you? Would it, Like, you don't know. You don't know what's going on in that house. You don't know why that man or woman cheated. You don't know why that man or woman took them kids. You don't know why that man or woman quit the job. You don't know why that man or woman or whatever. You don't know why they snitch. You don't know what is your foundation. What are you willing to build on? So I stay out of it. I stay out of it. And that's something that you have to teach yourself that comes with accountability, that comes with you sitting down and say, okay, this is what is important to me and I'm going to build from here. I'm going to keep building. It doesn't matter how many times they throw a wrecking ball at me. It doesn't matter who doesn't support. It doesn't matter who says my stuff is whack. It doesn't matter who says my stuff is too expensive. It doesn't matter who says my podcast is too long. It doesn't, none of that matters. That's you, you, you throwing wrecking balls at windows. That stuff's supposed to break. You throwing wrecking balls at, at, at wooden doors. That's supposed to break. But none of that is going to break my foundation. Because perseverance is something that I stand on. Honesty is something that I stand on. Peace is something that I stand on. So all of my stuff is built on those four things. You can't change that. I'm not breaking. I'm not moving. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not switching up on that. I'm going to keep building no matter how many times you try to knock my walls down. I can still fix it because that's supposed to break. It's supposed to get old. It's supposed to 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 in the words of the homie Todd to get crackly. It's supposed to. But I'm going to keep building. Every time, every time you say something is whack, I'm going to keep building. Every time I get zero sales, I'm going to keep building. Every time I get zero listens on the port, I'm going to keep listening. Every time the podcast, uh, uh, every time the podcast, it only has six listens, six views. I'm going to keep building because I have a foundation. And I'm not letting anyone Take that from me. I'm not, you're not putting that, like, like if I allow you to put that small crack in my foundation, now I got to completely stop. I got to shut everything down because now you hurt me. And I'm not saying that I cannot be hurt, but what I'm saying is, is you're going to have a long way because everything that I put on top of my peace, every time I put on, everything I put on my perseverance, my honesty, everything I put on top of it, you're going to have a long way to, 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 to put a crack in that foundation. I'm going to keep building. I'm going to keep building. No matter how much it hurts that my baby died, I'm going to keep building. No matter how much it hurts that I can't see my eldest daughter, I'm going to keep building. No matter how many times I get into it with my parents, with, with my siblings, with my friends, with my, I'm going to keep building. Because at the end of the day, I have understanding. At the end of the day, I have forgiveness. 
Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to continue doing and dealing with the same thing. Forgiveness means that you cleared yourself. You held yourself accountable for what you did and you are ready to move on from that thing. And nothing no one can say could put a crack in that foundation because you are sure that you took the steps to know you're right in a situation and you're wrong and you have accepted it. You've apologized where you have apologized where you feel is needed and you let it go. I don't apologize to people for them. I need my foundation right. I need to be able to, to, to be clear. I need my energy correct. I don't need to be holding grudges and be bogged down. I have too many fights in my mind already with this depression and anxiety. I don't need extra weight on my foundation. I live a very selfish life. And I don't mean that from a place of malice and a place of hate, a place of uh, arrogance. I mean that from a place of peace. I am very selfish with who I let in, 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 in my head. I'm very selfish with who I let around me. I'm very selfish in the things that come in my mind. I'm very selfish. I, and, and I'm teaching my kids to be very selfish when it comes to that. You got to start feeding your foundation first. You have to build your foundation first. Stop giving all your concrete to somebody else. You sitting here standing on a pile of dirt, yet you giving all the concrete to somebody else. You can't build on that. You can't build on sand. You can't build a stable foundation on sand. Yet you passing the concrete, you passing the wisdom, the knowledge, the, the peace, the person, you passing all that to somebody else, but you're not willing to give it to yourself? Not me. Not me. I'm going to lay this foundation and I'm going to keep building. I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to correct them. I'm going to keep building. I don't, I don't have, I do not have time to stop. I keep, I keep saying, and I, and I want you guys as much as it hurt me to say it over and over, losing my baby allowed me to understand time. I have to keep building. And if I allow things to come in my mind, if I allow people to to get on my nerves to the point to where I want to quit, if I allow these things, then I'm going to break. I'm going to break. People will tell you wrong. And they'll nag at you for doing what you're doing. Right. They'll tell you you're wrong. You're doing that wrong. Oh, that sucks. That's this, that, that, uh, that's this or that. But they won't show you how to do it. Not because they don't want to, because they don't know how. And I'm learning that as I go. A lot of people with opinions about certain subjects have no clue past Google. They have no clue. They'll nag at you and they'll they'll irritate you and try to throw you off your game. And oh, well, back in my day and this and that and the other. And a lot of us, a lot of us, because of how it said, we believe that people be loud. So it's like, oh, they have to be right. They have to be right They're they, Like they're standing on this too strong for for them not to be right. Check their foundation. Check it. Where's the proof? 
Where's the knowledge past Google? Stop allowing these type of people to ruin who you're trying to be. Stop allowing these people to step foot on your foundation and break it. Every time you, you listen to these people and every time you doubt yourself and, 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 and don't fall back and try to hold yourself accountable, these people are taking a chisel to your foundation. They're going to do it over and over. And you letting them. And one that 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 picking that chisel is going to create that crack in your foundation and you're not going to be able to build. You're going to have to stop the job completely. And that's when the depression gets high. And that's when the anxiety gets high. And that's when you start questioning yourself. And that's when you start questioning your knowledge. You allowing people to put a crack in your foundation and you not willing to build it yourself. You not willing to 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 start correctly. You allowing these people to break your walls down and now they have complete access to the foundation. As hype as you are, as aggressive as you are to argue on people's comments and argue with people in general, be that hype and that aggressive to defend yourself properly. Be that hype and be that aggressive to, to lay your foundation properly. Everything is so outward. Everybody want to do everybody want to do everything but be accountable. Complaints garner the attention of many. Accountability has an audience of one. I said that the other day and I meant that. And I meant that. When you complain, and I, and, and I want y'all to really think about this as you're going through your day. Anybody who listens to this podcast, I want you to, li- I want you to think about this. And I want, to think, I want you to think about all of the attention that people who complain get. I want you to think about that. They complain about every single thing. And then, like, whether it's good attention or bad attention, they get it. And then you'll realize, yo, this person just lacks accountability. This person lacks self-control. And we all do. We all do because if you get on social media, if you get in your work emails and work whatever, you you will see it. That the, the, human, the human being is just, uh, just filled of complaints. There's very few people, and I'm proud to be one of them through perseverance and me gaining understanding in myself that could see a whole a whole ass argument going on and have a very valid opinion, but say to themselves, um, it ain't worth it. No, I'm not about to enter the, the chambers of complaints. I don't I don't care about that attention. I'd rather hold myself accountable, look at the look at the fact of the situation, and it is what it is. I never understand how someone makes a factual statement and it's argued down with opinions. I never understand that. So for me, I'd rather have an audience of one and not say anything. 
It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Any any type of complaint that that I get energy because again, I keep telling y'all, I don't want to act like I'm better or sound like I'm better than nobody because I see a lot of stuff being posted and I'll be typing whole ass paragraphs. And I delete it. Even sometimes I'll I, listen, I'll be cracking myself up. Like somebody will post something and I'll have a fire response. Like, oh my God, this is about to crack everybody up. And I'll delete it. I'll move on. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have that skill to be able to move on, to be able to not have to be a part of everybody's building. I don't have to be a part of everybody's building. Hell, I don't have to be a part of nobody's building but my own. But a lot of people have to be in everybody's building. Again, you see it. You see it. It's very few people in your life that are willing to be dolo. That person that you know in your life that don't start drama, that don't be in drama, never. They never in anything. They lonely. They lonely. I'm being honest with you. And not lonely, like sick lonely, but they're lonely because it's like, I'd rather be that than be complaining and, and bringing that negative energy in my building. Because the moment you make a complaint, it doesn't matter. People are going to watch you from then on out. And the moment that you put a crack in the window, the moment that you, you mess up the paint, they're going to be on your head. Because perfection doesn't exist. But for me, perfection is me being able to hold myself accountable and say, no, I'm not going to say nothing because my opinion is not going to change the way that this person views this particular thing. I look at it at I look at it from this perspective because this is what I went through. And like I told you guys on one of the episodes a few weeks back, I don't care about your perspective. Like I've earned the right to look at everything in my perspective now, everything that I'm involved in. I'm not talking about um, the world like things that happen in the world. I'm thinking that I'm talking about things that happen within my circle, within my realm. I, I don't care about your perspective. Anything that involves me, I don't care. I don't care about your perspective. Unless I'm out here wilding, you know, doing something super negative, like that's a different thing, which I don't do because I stay in the house. But I don't care about what you, I don't care about what you think should have happened because my foundation is strong. I've been through too much. I lost too much. At some point in your life, you have to pay attention to your losses and your wins because they teach you something. They teach you how to either abandon a project or keep building. They'll teach you when when your foundation is unlevel. They'll teach you when it's not laid correctly. They'll teach you when there's bubbles in the concrete. They'll teach you all, all the lessons and all the things that you've been through. If you pay attention to, if you pay attention to them correctly, they will teach you. You got to humble yourself. It's very important for me. I got to humble myself because I'm sensitive. I don't want to be humbled in public. Like I'm just being honest with you. I'm as tough as I could be, but the embarrassment of of somebody humbling me 
And I'm not even embarrassed as in I'm embarrassed because other people are seeing it. I'm embarrassed because I, I hold myself accountable and I'm, I am I have pride in being able to do so. So if something gets past me and it's able and, and somebody on the outside is able to humble me, man, I'm going to be embarrassed. Like, dang, bro, you said you had your foundation together. You said you, you live off understanding and perseverance and honesty and peace. I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so hurt and bothered with myself that I, that I allowed that to happen. Because I want to keep building regardless. I want to make sure that, that my kids see me building. Just like the situation with my 13-year-old. I ain't going to be mean to you. I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm not going to be disrespectful to you. I'm None of that. But you got to figure out what you're going to stand on. I can't tell you what to stand on. I can only be an example of what my foundation is. And mine is peace, understanding, honesty, perseverance, period. Either way, we're going to figure it out. But those are the things that are my pillars. That's what holds holds me up. Has it always been that? No, because I had to go through something to get somewhere. And then now it's like, all right, I'm building. I'm building now. I don't care. I'm building. I'm not tearing down. I'm building. I'm not allowing people to tear me down. All right, cool. I'm I'm human. Do my feelings get hurt about certain things that people say and people do? Yeah. Does it does it come through and and and, and wreck the walls, the roof, the the ceiling sometimes? Yeah, it does, but it does not affect my foundation. Right now, this depression, this anxiety that I'm going through, yeah, it hurts. It puts me in a fog. It knocks me down sometimes, but because I'm strong enough, because I pray every day, because I'm in my scriptures every day, because I'm meditating, I'm able to fight back because of my foundation. So I'm able to keep building. And no matter what you take away from me, I'm going to get it back. It doesn't matter. And people have to understand that. And people have to believe that for themselves. It doesn't matter what you take away from me. It doesn't matter how you treat me. One day I'm going to be strong enough to set the proper foundation. And you're going to wonder where I'm at because I'm going to be gone. Not because I ran away from you, but because you can't reach me on the level that I'm at now. It doesn't matter. You have to keep building they are going to come for you and they are going to say that you are a bad mom a bad dad a bad brother a bad worker a bad business they're going to say all these things it's up to you to make them true or not it's up to you to to understand are you those things and if you are you got to hold yourself accountable and change those things but if you are not don't allow them to get to your foundation all right bet cool you're saying these things because apparently something's wrong with you And the only way that you can get to that point of properly giving out blame is if you break down yourself. Every couple of days I sit down with myself and I break myself down. I have to because I have to remain at a high accountability, high accountability level for myself. Not for nobody else, because I get mad at myself. And I don't think what people what people don't understand when you have depression and you have anxiety, you fought yourself a lot. So knowing that, knowing that I'm 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 going through this 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 struggle mentally, I have to sit down and say, okay, you could have handled it like this, you could have handled it like that. 
uh, you could have gave a better effort at work today. I know you don't want to be there, but you signed up for that. So I'm going to need you to pick it up for tomorrow. I don't need nobody to tell me nothing about anything. Hey, you wilded out on the kids today. You was a little bit aggressive. I understand you was tired, but you, you shouldn't have said that. Or you, you, you should have gave them a little bit more time. Or, yo, you, you was wilding. You, you, you gave the kids too much sweets. You gave the kids too much this, that. You shouldn't have done that. But I have to do that because my building is, 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 is my baby. I got to keep building correctly. I got to make sure that I don't build a skyscraper full of cotton that could get blown away with the, with, with the wind. If, if it rains too hard, it's going to collapse. It's going to get um, uh, uh, dis, disproportionately heavy. I got to make sure that everything is mapped out properly. Everything is laid out properly. The preparation is done right. The materials are right. I got to make sure all of that stuff is accounted for and I got to keep building. I got to make sure my emotions are in check. I got to make sure that I'm, I'm cool with being by myself because I'd rather hold me accountable than be a part of a group and complain just for the sake of complaining. Everything ain't for me. Everything isn't for you. You got to understand that. You got to be okay with that. You have to be comfortable with being able to walk by yourself. A lot of people say they're, they're cool with walking by themselves and being by themselves. Let them get zero likes. Let them get no shares. Let them get no sales. And you see all these posts. Oh, I thought I was going to be this. I thought I was going to be that. I'm not getting no interaction. I'm not getting no sales, yada, yada, whatever. I'm going to keep building. I started with poetry. Wasn't selling. Made a book. Wasn't selling. Made albums. Wasn't selling. Started apparel. Wasn't selling. Created a podcast. Wasn't selling, start doing ebooks. Wasn't selling, start making shoes. I'm going to keep building. I, the more zero likes you, the, listen, if I keep on getting the, the, the zero likes and zero shares, by this time, I'm going to be Macy's. Because I'm going to keep building. I'm going to keep, I don't care. I'm going to keep building because it's for me. I want to help you. But if you don't want the help, I can't force you to be helped. I can't. I'm not forcing myself in your building. I just got to keep building mine. And one day somebody will see it be like, yo, y'all see that building? Y'all see what he overcame? Y'all see what work he put in? Y'all see the peace he given out regardless of all the pain that he's inherited? That one movie, I forget what it's called, but if you build it, they will come. That's why I'm building I don't care. I don't care who comes into my building as long as you come in there with respect. As long as you come in there with peace and understanding and you're able to have a conversation whether we disagree or not. And you don't make this big scene about complaining and, and whatever you complain about. Come with the same energy of peace. I'm not above having a conversation. I'm, I'm not above disagreements, but we're going to do it with peace. Because that's how I do it in my house. That's how I do it in my building. You can disagree with me all you want to. I'm not about to argue with you. I'm not about to fight with you because this is my building. If you don't like it, don't come to my building. You deal with what you have to deal with on your own. It's not my job. 
It's my job to keep my building straight. If you want to make this apartment complex, then you got to abide by the rules. Or, hey, have your have yours. But don't come in mind with that because I'm telling you every time I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down. And we have to understand that we have that power to shut all of the negativity, positivity, middle energy. Like we, we have that control, but it comes with being able to hold yourself accountable. That's what it comes with. You have to be able to have a good foundation. Again, your foundation and my foundation is different, but you have to be able to know what your foundation is and stand on it and keep building it. People are going to come for no other reason but because you're building. And they're going to try to knock it down for no other reason but because you're building. They're going to hit you. Oh, you think you're better than me. Oh, you think you're this. You, oh, you think you're smarter than me. They're going to hit you with all that to try to break down your building. As long as your foundation is straight, it's going to keep going back up. And it's going to go up and up and up, period. You're going to make your own mistakes. That's something that I had to really tell myself. And I want to let you guys know this. You're going to make your own mistakes. Nobody needs to point it out to you. Stop. Bro, get away from me. If you hear, if you are here to point out anything that I'm going to, that I'm already pointing out myself, get out of here. Get out of here. That's why, like, for me, I'm, I'm not big on having a bunch of mentors. I'm not. Like, I have my brother who was raised with me who I I consider like he's not just a mentor, but and I don't even want to say mentor, but he's my brother. He's known me since I was born. He's two years older than me. So he's been knowing me since literally birth. He's seen me grow up to be who I am. He's had a two year head start. So when he tells me certain things, I'm able to comprehend because he's telling me from being my big brother, knowing who I am and and the knowledge he has obtained in doing something. He don't come in my building and tear my building down. He'll come in and, and, and advise me to make some repairs. He'll come in and be like, uh, you should switch that around. Yo, that, that furniture don't go there. Or I wouldn't, or I wouldn't put that, that couch right there. But he never comes in to break it down. A lot of mentors do that. A lot of mentors don't have have their own building. How you teach me how to build and I have never been to your building. I have never saw your building. What are you what's happening here? Again, it goes back to accountability. What are you build what are you building everything on? What are you building everything on? As simple as that. I don't listen to just anybody. I don't and I don't insert myself in conversations that don't they don't involve me. Yeah, at times you want to make a joke. Yeah, at times you oh it's something that oh it gets under your skin and you want to just make a comment. But why is what you are going to say going to offer anything to is your complaint going to offer anything to the argument other than wanting attention? Other than wanting attention, is it gonna? It, it, what is it gonna do? What is it gonna do? So for me, no, I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm cool. I'm human. I am. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with, with you guys right now. It's certain things that I like. There's a there's a thing going around again, yet again. It goes around every few months. Um, should your spouse, should your husband eat before your kids or something like that? Fam, it is 2021. Why is that even still a question? Why is that even still a debate? Why do people even fall into that? I typed up a whole paragraph of my response and then I deleted it. And I'm not even going to say what my response was right here. Again, accountability said, bro, this is a, this is from the outdated handbook that your parents talked from, that your grandparents talked from. So I shut up. I shut up because it doesn't it, it this doesn't pertain to me. I know what I I know what I feel about it, but again, that's what I feel about it. I'm not on I'm I'm not on that 1960s on. I'm not on that that handbook of everybody like the father does this, the mother does this, the kids stay and they place this, but I'm not with that. It's 2021. We got to we, we got to build different. I don't need that manual. That 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 manual is trying to put a a a, a square block in a in a triangle. I I can't deal with that. I can't. But you see people falling for it every time. They step in that building to complain. They step in that building to to make an announcement of if I did this or I would do this or I would do that because they want that attention. The person who understands that that is outdated backs up from it and says now nah, i'd rather be accountable for myself than to go in here complaining creating ruckus trying to break somebody's building down because there's a lot of people who are on both sides of the situation and i could say something that could hurt somebody's feelings not knowing like my perspective could be something that if somebody is, is the, 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 the thorn in somebody's hip and I could say it and trigger them and create something completely different. Yeah, that's their problem because they house should be built on on something a little bit stronger. But it's my fault because I know it could cause something and I still go and I still post it and I still say it and I still do it. That's where accountability comes in. That's where it's like, nah, I'm not, I'm cool on that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep building on the things that are my foundation. I'm going to keep, no matter what nobody says to me, no matter how they try to uh, uh, tear you down, no matter what, I'm going to keep on building. And we have to get that. I, the reason why accountability is the main, is one of the main subjects that I speak about on this podcast weekly is because it's so important and it gives you so much peace when you are able to switch the roles around of logic versus emotions. We are raised to be emotionally keen to everything because that's how you survive, quote unquote. You survive through, through emotions. You survive through, um, through instincts. Right. So everything is right now, right now, right now. What would you do in, 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 in the danger? Your first thought, what do you do? 
So that's how we're taught. And that's why it's so much freaking chaos. Because very few people have equal emotions and logic. But when you are accountable for yourself and you truly humble yourself and tell yourself, this is where I was wrong at, this is where I was right at, and you truly break yourself down, you are able to move with either an equal level of emotion and logic or a higher level of, of logic, lower level of emotion, and you're able to see what you'll cause if you say certain things. You're able to see what will happen if you do certain things. You're able to see that because you've, hold, you've held yourself accountable. And you're able to sit back and you're able to, to use logic as opposed to emotion. When you are in your emotions, nothing matters. Nothing matters. I tell, like, I, like, I, I tell the kids like the reason why I want them to, to think correctly because I've almost killed my brothers twice off of emotions. Three times off of emotions, off of not being able to control emotions. It doesn't matter what they did to me at the time. Nothing warranted my reaction to, to, to what it was. I'll always remember that. We laugh about it, but no, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. But now you go through things and you experience things, you know, losing my father-in-law, losing my, my, my daughter and stuff like that, losing friends, uh, to gang violence, to natural cause, like lose, you start thinking like, man, I'm so glad that them boys are alive. I'm so glad when I cut my brother's uh, leg, he didn't die. I'm so glad when I busted him in the head with the monkey wrench, he didn't die. I'm so glad when I bust my other brother in the face with the belt buckle, he didn't die. I would be losing it right now. I would have lost so many lessons. I would have missed so many opportunities to keep building without them. But it's about holding yourself accountable. It's about you being able to sit back and say, yo, I was wild. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have, I, I shouldn't have done that. I used to do so much stuff that I'm so grateful that I'm still here and able to continue to build. But it took those things for me to figure out what I wanted my foundation to be. My own foundation. Not my brother's foundation. Not my granny, my nana, my dad, my uncles, my mom. Uh, my stepdad, but my own foundation, what I wanted to build my house on. It took me to go through everything that I went through to get there. And so I encourage you guys, don't ever give up. Make sure when you make sure you figure out what you want to build your house on, what your foundation is, and make sure you do everything that you can to stand on those things in your foundation. And don't let nobody come in and mess with your foundation. They're going to come in and they're going to mess with the walls and they're going to try to break the windows and they're going to try to mess with your electric. They're going to try to like they're going to mess with all that. They're going to mess with your emotions. They're going to mess with your mental. They're going to mess with your uh, uh, perseverance. They're going to mess with all of that. But you got to be strong enough to be like, all right, cool. I got to get away from you. I'm not letting you break me down. All right, cool. You came in, you know, bad relationship. Dang, you, 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 you broke my heart. I'm going to rebuild that. Got a car repo, lost the, dang, I'm going to rebuild that. Got looked over for a promotion, feeling, I'm going to rebuild that. Because your foundation is strong. And as long as you have a strong foundation and you have the things set that you want to build it on, you will be okay. 
You will be okay. Trust me. I'm telling you, like I've been through so much negativity, but I'm still here. I'm still here. Is it a battle? It's, yes, it's a battle. Do I have uh, 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 elements that get to me? Yes, I do. Do I have mental things going on? Yes. Am I sad? Yes. Am I bothered? Yes. Am I emotional? Yes. Am I irritated? I'm all of those things, but guess what? I'm still here and I can keep building. No matter the darkness, no matter the struggle, no matter obstacles that come, your journey is what it's meant to be. As long as you keep going, it'll make sense in the end. Remember, however the, the, the cookie crumble, you got to get to the light. 